Are you ready to find the missing link in your wellness journey? Do you want to learn how specialized women-owned businesses can collectively help you achieve the goals you want for your mind, body, and soul? Hi, my name is Dr. Kelly Alhui, founder of Orthopelvic Physical Therapy, and Molly Atala, former teacher and manager of Orthopelvic. Together, we are on a mission to help women know that there is help for whatever their needs are. From cosmetic tattoo artists to naturopath doctors, we break down different methods and treatment that women may not know are available to them by drastically improving their quality of life. We believe that no one can achieve the results they desire going down one path with one practitioner. And that is why we come together to collaborate. This podcast is for all women, especially for those who want more information on improving their overall well-being and would like to learn about methods and treatment and care that they may be unaware of. So let us connect the pieces of the puzzle for you. While listening, you will learn about local female-run businesses and understand that when providers work together to have a collective approach, we can reach the best outcomes for you. Let's get into today's episode. Yeah, it that's such a good point about feeling connected to your provider, no matter what they're providing. And I'm like, if someone's painting your house, I feel like you need to have some kind of connection where you feel like you can say what you want to say. And even in our sessions, you probably remember where I'll, I'll go into an image, but before I do, I'll ask for permission. Are you okay with us rushing past this? Are you okay with me using the words, whatever words that are coming up in the session? And you do have to be comfortable enough with, with your provider to say, ah, I don't like that. I don't, I can't go there today. Or we've already processed so much. I don't want to process anymore. I just want to be on the receiving end. So yeah, definitely takes the right fit, the right kind of person. And and it's all a journey. And at different times of your life, you'll need different things. So the right person for today, you may not love tomorrow. And when I was practicing yoga, I found that I'd spend time loving a certain teacher because mm-hmm. whatever they carried is what I needed. So for like six months, I needed whatever this dude was dishing out. And so I'd take it in and take it in and take it in and then be like, I don't want to go to yoga. I need a new teacher. So it's like that, where you're taking these things in, taking them on. And then when you feel ready, you'll know when to ascend and when to climb. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. Just saying from personal experience. So I working with Nadia, this is something that I would do. I would do this like every day (laughs) if I could. It's just such a, it's such a beautiful experience. But we had talked about in an ideal world, like we wish everyone was doing this at least once a month, but you are really awesome with the time that you have of really working with clients to find the frequency for them and being in tune with them of you're probably going to process through these things a little bit faster. Like you're maybe going to need less of a rebound time and being sensitive to that is incredible. But are there some examples or times or experience that stand out that you would maybe feel comfortable sharing of like wonderful, beautiful experiences that you've had maybe with your own, your own journey or with 
clients that you've had. Is there anything that you want to share with us? Yeah. Yeah. I totally wish that like sometimes, so I've, I go to therapy. I've been to therapy. I've been doing that for 10 years and go to a practitioner, been going, but in these settings, my lucky thing is that I get to take myself with me as a healer too. Mm. So I've literally been in therapy and I've just had to be like, can you pause a second? I have to like spiritually let all of that integrate. And my therapist is so cool. And she's like, okay, go for it. And the same thing happens with my chiropractor, Dr. Taylor, where I'm on her table and she'll, well, she'll do what she does and we're chatting about kids or whatever. And I'm like, I got to stop chatting because something's happening in my soul because of the manual work that you did. And I want to immediately integrate that into the soul level. And even actually I was with Dr. Lindsay and she was prepping me for, for birth, for this, for my last baby that I just had. And she was doing like that, the nail stretching. Yes. She was doing that. And so we're chatting about like movies or whatever. And then suddenly I was like, oh gosh, hold, like this is going into my soul. Something happened that really hurt. First of all, on the physical level, something hurt on the physical level. And I know I need to go into my soul and access it. And the most beautiful thing happened where I got so clear on my birth plan. I got my goodness in that moment. Yep. Chills. Yes. (laughs) I got so clear on my birth plan and this is big. I had a pretty violent, inappropriate experience with my, with the birth of my second son. So he is now six years old and we waited a long time before even being able to consider carrying another baby because of the trauma of that birth experience. I've been, I had been working on the spiritual level for years to work out that birth trauma and the stories that I had tied to it. I had so many stories tied to that, to the, what happened. I had convinced myself that I was unsafe, that, that no one was there for me. No one helped me. No one caught my baby, all this stuff, all this like talk therapy style stuff where this is what went wrong, all these things that went wrong. And in the moment with Lindsay, I just got, oh, that was an ideal. Okay. This is going to sound crazy. You got to be ready for it. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. That birth, when I heal all the stories that I've attached to it was actually my ideal birth. And that made room for my next birth plan. So why was it my ideal birth? Because no one told me what to do. There was no doctor in the room. Mm. No one told me to push when I wasn't ready to push. No one told me what position to be in. I was actually intuitively doing exactly what I wanted because on the surface level, I was not connected to my soul. On the surface level, I had all these expectations of there should be a doctor in the room telling me which side I should be on and how I should be pushing and when I should be pushing. But deep in my soul, that's not what my soul wanted. My soul wants everyone to be quiet. No one to really be in the room messing with me and allowing me to be in my body and push when it's ready. And, and it healed that story start to finish and got me into, I think it was like four days later, I went into labor after seeing Dr. Lindsay and I went into that labor. Oh, I am safe. No one's going to hurt me. And now I know that my ideal birth plan is to just be left alone and not from a space of 
I was hurt before, so I need to be left alone. Or the last doctor did this to me. Make sure you don't do that to me. It was truly from a place of my own soul knows what is beautiful for me. And I would love to be left alone. So let's do that. Yeah. Did I even answer what your a beautiful question? experience? I just, that was incredible. I love the, just the meshing of our worlds of orthopelvic and lighthouse healing. That is so beautiful how that integrated. And I remember, so I remember that day and Nadia was, she was on a cloud when she came out of that appointment. It was so funny. Cause I was like, what like <laughs> serotonin button did you hit Lindsay? Like she was just <laughs> on a cloud and it was so lovely to see. And I, there are just so many different kind of emotional, spiritual, physical things that you're experiencing as you're prepping to like take someone from that spiritual plane into kind of the earth space. Like when you're prepping for that, it is such a wild time. So I was just there on that ride with you. Like I had no, no feedback other than just being there, experiencing it with you, but that is so beautiful. I didn't know the other side of that though, mm -hmm. which is so incredible. And I, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. We need practitioners who really at every level, at every stage, like you said, even like your house painter, you want to feel energetically comfortable and safe with them. And I think our bodies and our hearts and our souls, they really know, and they really can tell you where to go. And sometimes there's a bit of logic and a little bit of that. People say, oh, listening to your heart or listening to your head, but it's like listening to that like logical brain that's on the surface versus like kind of that soul space that's connecting and feeling of, I think cost-wise, this painting company is going to be a little bit better for us than this one, but I feel not really comfortable with these other people. You know what I mean? And it's just, yeah. So I wouldn't even say that it's like the head and the heart being in opposition towards each other as maybe natural talking to you, I'm thinking maybe it's that like conscious conscious mind versus the subconscious soul, maybe. Yeah. I like putting it that way. Conscious mind and subconscious soul. And when we're, and when they're in disagreement, you don't know how to step forward. Mm -hmm. Like, do I listen to what every cell of my body is screaming? It takes being aware of that screaming too. When your heart's telling you something, it, it only can get so loud, right? It doesn't have that mm -hmm. physical plain voice. Whereas your mind is taking in all of the physical input of the numbers and who sold it to you best, which painter mm. had the best sales pitch. Your brain is, is busy with all of that external input. And the goal really is to put the two in alignment where it doesn't have to be one versus the other. Mm. Really, I, one of the things I always say is use your brain for math. Yeah. <laughs> just, just use your brain for math, but for everything else, use, use your heart. Cause, cause when you go against what your physical body is telling you, you actually have to shut it down because it doesn't stop mm -hmm. screaming. It doesn't stop saying, do it this way, do this is the right way. So you'll, you're, you have to shut it down so that you can follow your head. And that's not what we want. We don't want to slowly turn ourselves off in all these different places. Cause that's in, in spiritual healing, I'm going back in, we're going back in and turning those things back on, turning the lights back on. So 
so yeah, when your mind and your body are in disagreement, your soul, your heart, your spirit starts to have to turn off. And what we want to do is, is get them in agreement and understand that the brain is just really good for math. But if your body's telling you to go with a painter that costs a hundred dollars more, then, then don't shut your body off. Let it live. Let the heart live. Let the cells vibrate because you really, the energy it takes to turn your intuition off is actually so much. And we exhaust ourselves Mm. without even knowing it. So a lot of times, if you just have to make a decision because and have to explain it to someone, that's, I think where it gets hard when you're like married or you have someone else to explain it to, it can be hard to explain on the cellular level. I really want to go with this painter. My my heart's just telling me those things are hard to convey, but but that's the goal. Yeah. And I do, I want to shout out my husband, Brad, right now, Brad, thank you so much. You always, we always talk about everything and people in terms of the vibe and how it felt for us tuning into them. And I'm getting a little teary, but I'm just so grateful that you interact with the world in that way with me, Brad. Thank you. You are the best. Yay, Brad. Well done. (laughs) Such a little love bug. So I would love to wrap up with you, Nadia. And I want to ask, first of all, I just want to let people know you can find Nadia. So on, she's on Instagram at lighthouse underscore healing. She has a wonderful website, lighthousehealingco.com. And then other places, is there anywhere else you want us to access you? Anything you want us to be on the lookout for before we get to our beautiful wrap up question? Yes. So that's perfect. Lighthouse underscore healing. It's funny. I looked up Lighthouse Healing on Instagram. And if you go to just Lighthouse Healing, it's some pretty flowers and such. So I don't know who that is, but you'll see some beautiful floral arrangements and flowers. So underscore Lighthouse underscore healing. So yeah, I'm on Instagram and my website should give all all the good stuff, all the information about the soul and your journey into your soul. And what I have coming up is a newsletter that I'm super duper excited about. And it's funny because just a second ago, I accidentally said something about turning your lights on and off in the soul. So newsletter called lights on. And just this morning, shout out to my husband for dealing with, with this question. I said, how many pages is too many pages for a newsletter? (laughs) Because really what's so exciting about this newsletter is I have not found you, you won't find this kind of talk and information in too many places. To be honest, I haven't really found it anywhere, but in my own soul and doing the spiritual work. So newsletter coming out, you can get, you can sign up for that on my website as well as just DM me on Instagram and I'll put you on there. So topics covered are all things spiritual, both practical and mystical. So sometimes we'll talk about space travel and time travel. And, and sometimes we'll just talk about what to do with this darn life that sometimes feels cloudy and dark and how to turn the lights back on for yourself. I love that, Nadia. Also, you're cracking me up here. We get a lot of requests from students to like pelvic health students and stuff because people want to do work the only place that does pelvic health and orthopedics combined together, like with our approach to care. And so when we say, I'm so sorry, like we can't have students like observing right now and everything. And they say, okay, where else can I find this? And we're like, well, you can't, (laughs) I am so sorry. 
oh, I cannot wait for this newsletter. I'm so excited. And then I can't wait for this. Nadia Hashimi, who is your celebrity crush? Mm, well, I am a Swifty from day one. <laughs> Love it. Taylor Swift, I feel like has become so popular more recently, but I'm an original, like back when 15 years ago, I feel like the you belong with me era. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if my celebrity crush will ever change. Like when you say celebrity, I can only think of Taylor. She's, (laughs) she's my number one. I love it. I was just talking to a friend this morning, actually. And she said, We're both big fans, big Swifties. And she said, have you read everything about the Carly Kloss and and Taylor Swift of it all? Because I guess there's a lot to suggest that potentially they were lovers. And I was like, I haven't, but send me this research when I get home. And she used to be like in all her videos and stuff and she's not anymore. So it's a whole, it's a whole fallout thing. But yeah, so that's a little, it's a little tea to leave you guys with from probably years ago that I just found out about today. Yeah, no, I can't keep up with her love life because in my world, she's only with me. So of course, (laughs) I feel like when I kept up with her love life, I was single and like jealous of all of these really cool boyfriends. But now I'm just like, I'm at peace. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Nadia, thank you so much for just this gorgeous time together. I'm so excited to get this out to the people. And thank you so much for just engaging with me today and such a vulnerable and really kind and strong approach that you had today. I really appreciate everything was so loving, but it wasn't, I hope you guys got from Nadia. There's not like a tameness there. Like she's a lioness. Like this is very important work that is fundamental to who she is. And there's a power behind that. So I hope you guys all really got to feel that today. Thank you so much, Molly. And I have to thank you for, it's always scary talking about this kind of stuff, depending on the audience. And whenever I talk to you, it's just like, you get it and it sets me free. So when someone gets it, I just get to take off all the veils and just Mm. really be who I am. And you're right. Like when I slow down with spreading the word about spiritual healing, I get a push. I get a push from the universe and sometimes it's a little tap on the butt or a little like push forward. And sometimes it's girl, you better stop being afraid and start using your voice or you're going to be in trouble. And the trouble is always a good kind of fun trouble, but thank you for being an avenue for opening up the world of healing. My pleasure. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and enjoy a wonderful weekend with those three delicious boys. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. So much final story. Yes. School with my boys (laughs) a few days ago, my husband too. And uh, some lady takes a look at my kids and you can tell they're all mine because they all look the same. (laughs) They all look like me and my husband. Someone this woman looks at one and I see her, I'm watching who's looking at my kids. Of course. At one, she looks at the other and she looks at the baby and she goes, my, you just have the most beautiful boys. And I said, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. One yes. Thing in this world, mm-hmm. I feel the one thing in this world that I've been gifted is like these beautiful faces that I get to look at. And it's just such a gift. 
The next time someone gives you a compliment, everyone listening, I want you to just snap right on back with, I know, like <laughs> your hair looks incredible today. I know. Yes. So let's, yeah, this is something to carry with us. We're all so bad at taking compliments, but it's dang, all- if our kids don't teach us, <laughs> but from a place, here's the key though. It's actually from a place of gratitude than it is mm. from a place of ego or pride. Exactly. It's from a place of gratitude. Like I have, I'm in full submission and gratitude to how cute my boys are. And I just love it so much. So yes, say, I know when you feel it, when you feel it, when it comes from gratitude. Yes. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, everyone, we are signing off and thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please download, share, and review so that we can continue to share our mission more widely and support even more women and women-owned businesses on their wellness journey and self-care journey. You can also find us at www.orthopelvicpt.com on Instagram and YouTube at orthopelvicpt and on TikTok at orthopelvicpt1. At orthopelvicpt, we are primarily pelvic health therapists that practice treating hip pain, low back pain, leakage, postpartum, pregnancy, pubic symphysis dysfunction, prolapse, tailbone pain, and the list goes on and on. Whether you are struggling with acute pain or chronic issues, we would love to chat with you and recommend the next steps of just giving us a call and we'd love to chat today. Thank you.